I was wearing a mask, uh, a face mask, uh, and uh, it was. Where are you? I, I'm not in New York City. I'm I'm in a rural part of that, that was a of New England. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it, pandemic is definitely subsiding, but you know I have family members, elders who I don't want getting sick, so I I kept wearing a mask. Right, right, right. Me too. Knock on wood. Okay. Well, yeah. also, also, you know, you, the New York City experience of the pandemic was a rough one. It was a rough one. We were right. we held on for a little, yeah, exactly. And 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 so, I walked down an aisle. I, I forget which aisle I was in in the Walmart. It was very big. It was huge, yes. man. You couldn't see, and they make it such that you can't find the exit, so they make sure you walk around more shit. It's like a casino. Yeah, it's Across like a casino. Ikea, but it exactly. Sells guns. Yeah. And this guy was like putting stuff on shelves. Worked at the Walmart. Had the vest on and everything. He was an mm-hmm. associate. Mm-hmm. Gave me just the most brutal stare. Like, how dare you? How could you? Oh, you with your mask. You with your mask. And you know, I just kept walking. And instead of feeling like I wanted to lecture this guy about the importance of like you know aerosol containment, sure. All I said to myself is like, how did you get to the point where you gave a shit about me walking by you with a mask on? Advisors. I, I, think, I think something's gone haywire. Okay. Now, I'll explain what I think has gone haywire. I think we're connected to one another socially a lot less now. I think, I think, I think people are on... Netflix binging or they're on the internet and I think the the connection that we seek out look there's a wonderful book I read many years ago called um Home from Nowhere okay. by uh I think his name is James Howard Kunstler mm-hmm. and his, his the whole premise of his book is that the United States um is set up architecturally to lead to to have people living pretty isolated separated lives it's a car culture it's a lot of setback strip malls. There's less town squares. We talk about the town square on the internet, ironically, but in fact, it's a lot of sprawl. It's a lot of walking through big parking lots. And he actually talks about the sort of collective psychology as a result of that, which is less connectedness. Mm-hmm. What he didn't have at the time, this is an old book, is that the internet would show up and provide this almost sort of proxy form of connectedness mm-hmm. that wasn't actually people connecting with each other. I'm meandering here. Hear me out. Okay. If I know you in town and you have a particular position on guns, but I've also seen you be incredibly kind at the daycare center or at the volunteering for this or that, I'm now seeing a, diff- a fuller picture of what you're about. But when you have the internet that is perfectly optimized towards sort of position amplification and joining a particular camp and then saying your piece, you can't see anything else. And so that's all we're left with. And all of that energy that we would pour into, like, frankly, hoping that person recovers from the flu just fine, it all pours into one thing. Here's what happens, right, with that, because I see this too. It's really tricky because... All positions get evolved or grown or developed to points where they become intolerable. All right. So yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example, which would be, okay, I know you, I see you at the, at the store and I know you like 
you like to hunt and you're you're kind of like a rough second amendment advocate not like you don't have like a, a rifle you don't have like one of these like machine guns but you you believe in the second amendment and you want to protect it and you would vote accordingly and you kind of know that i know that about you right okay you're right for the first 70,000 years of my life yeah you're like all right well you know mike is weird he's got that gun thing but i yeah. like him he, we say hi i get along he also is just that he's really hilarious what he does at Halloween for the kids. Right. So, but I don't think it's just that we're all online together. It's Yeah, that's right. He's a really funny, like, and they do the haunted house. And yeah. Stuff. He's a good guy. And the guns are in a safe. Like, he's following all the rules, right? Yeah. Okay. But then I go online and there is every five minutes, like, an ad from a Sandy Hook parent. Yeah. Right. And every five minutes um, in Mike's world, he gets an ad for, about liberals coming to take away your guns. Yep. And it's just like, so what happens is you get you get into this position where even if you are someone who is motivated towards a kind of tolerant, like, well, we have to figure it out together, you actually start to feel like you're betraying your core values if you are kind or if you spend time with people who have really fundamental disagreements. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, and I do think that the internet made that, I, I think that was always there, right? Because you would go to your church and they would go to their church. Yeah. That kind of thing. Or you'd live in one part of town, they'd live in the other part of town. Yeah. That's always there. But what wasn't there was this apparatus to continually optimize the messaging. To And, and look, we're all vulnerable. Misinformation is always somebody else's cultural problem. Exactly. Not exactly. me. And look, I mean, I might you... have fallen for some random hoax where somebody you know, said something was cake, but it wasn't. But my political beliefs are yeah. perfect. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so what you have is, you know, I have, you know, uh, family members who keep showing me videos of like Biden flubbing a sentence. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because it confirms a particular view that they have about like him. And, and it's not just that he's old, but also they don't like him. And so this is more entertaining for them or more interesting to them. I kind of sort of don't agree with some of it myself, but why do you care so much? I keep asking myself over and over again, why do you care so much? Oh, everybody cares a whole lot right now. Is that I... the advice here? No. Can no, we no. care less? If if you go and study anything about the social sciences, like every single uh, research finding is like, ah, you know, people do better in really small groups. You know, they like have a cup of coffee together. Mm. Probably you should know about twenty people in your mm -hmm. life, and mm -hmm. then. Never talk to anybody else. You'll be a lot happier. Go, yeah. go fishing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, and, and so like, yeah. so we know in, instinctually as humans that smaller clustered groups of humans that are kind of family and friend oriented are really mm -hmm. healthy for us. And as we get bigger, 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 we get more power and authority, but we tend to like be less happy. Yeah. Okay. So you have, I think this sort of like somewhat atomized, somewhat unhappy cohort. And then um, the great hack of the internet isn't just that it put the information and the misinformation straight into your brain. To me, it's that it created, it actually constructed this whole new rhetorical structure where if you don't consume the information and you don't agree with the information, you no longer are in the in-group and the in-group is constantly shifting and variable. What I think is actually happening is an enormous amount of people make all this noise and then a lot of people consume it. Most people just kind of go on with their lives and don't pay much attention anymore. I would say 90% of the people in my world are just like not really connected to social media anymore. Like they're, they're there. Yeah, I, I guess I think you're right, except that 
and and this is you know for our international audience, this is very much a, an American uh, issue uh, or challenge. Um, the truth is, yeah, social media is not. But what what people have come to realize in media generally is that if you make it real juicy and you confirm my biases, boy, I will give you I'll give you views, right? And and you know, look. I, I know it sounds like I'm I'm sort of signaling about Fox News, but frankly, CNN is is just as guilty. MSNBC is just as guilty. It's well, yes and no. That that is a nice not balancing, just as guilty. Yeah. yeah, Fox is like currently Fox is is they no, innovated. They're, they're, they're they are current, the innovators. Right? They're currently talking to the judge, trying to see if they can reach a settlement. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it, no, like, yeah, that, that it, I agree with. I'm that. just, I'm just flagging the term guilt because actually, it looks like yeah. they're probably pretty guilty. Yeah, but the yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Hold no, on. Yes, uh, yes. Again, like, just take it out of politics for a second. Play it, or actually, let's take it further into politics. Play this out, and let's talk about this for a second to see how the world has changed. 2016 election, absolute chaos on social media. Everything's hyper targeted. People from like. Eastern Europe are are doing ad campaigns to Republicans about yeah. Trump in order to yeah. get clicks so they can make you know make rent payments. Just absolute madness, exploitation of human behavior. 2020, still a lot going on, but yeah. but but a little bit calmer. A little bit still yeah. got your Marjorie Taylor Greens and your you know like and, yeah. and all that stuff. A lot of noise in all directions. Yeah. Um. Okay. 2024. What do you think we're headed for? Um, I, I think 2024, like as an election, yeah, I just assume there's a Biden Trump rematch, right? Like to just worst possible scenario for I, I, everybody. Look, I, I'm, I can, I can list out the flaws of a Biden as much as the next person, regardless of where you sit on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I think part of the reason Biden won is there's just, a, there was, there was, um, he busted the template of like the crazy vaudevillian marketer and just was like, how about we just all eat a piece of pie? Biden right? is, Biden's good at the other kind of politics, right? Right. He just went to Ireland and everybody in Ireland waved an American flag. And then yeah. he came out on stage and he went, hello. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> and so I, I think, I think Biden was very much a reaction to um, just sort of the cynical kind of baiting of a Trump, like Biden is right? when you elect Joe Biden, you're someone who says, you know what? I, I really we need we need to get a new sofa for the living room. Right? Like, you're yeah. just like I'm yeah. gonna live a good life. I'm gonna like watch. I'm gonna watch TV. Life gonna, short. Yeah, life exactly. short. Right. And 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 so what he's what he was betting on was that most of the country isn't running to the edges and is rather again looking to like get that new dishwasher by September. Right. Like, yeah. like, that's that's like the goal. And and so. And what you heard from that again and again was something incredibly not exciting and unimpressive. Mm -hmm. And what what we none of us have acknowledged yet is that's kind of exactly what we needed. Oh no, it was it, <laughs> it was, was exactly it was what genius. we needed. We're mid pandemic. We've been under enthrall of this absolute goofball lunatic. Yeah, who yeah. really doesn't mean anybody any well. Like he's no, just not, it's the game. He's playing yeah. the game, and he's, right? He's like, just also like fundamentally, and even yeah. people on the right, it's just kind of a bad guy. Like yeah. he might, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then, so I think like we wanted soothing, right? And I yeah. actually think that so when you're saying everybody needs to care a little bit less, I think there is an element of that. I think people, what happened culturally is that 
To say you don't care that much is an unforgivable offense. Correct. You can't say that. You cannot go out into the public square and say, you know what? I don't care. You know what you do instead? You go quiet. And if, I mean, look at my Twitter presence, right? You look at everybody's, right? People just aren't saying as much. And it's not because there's like, why wait in? Yeah. Um, I want to tweak it. Okay. Because you're right. Oversimplifying it and saying, why don't you just care a little bit less isn't right. Well, um, I, but I, I think a lot of people, what happens is there's no evidence of people caring less. I don't think people... They get quiet. They get quiet. They get quiet. But, but, and also families get torn apart. Friendships get torn apart because they, because they get quiet and then you have that dinner party and then that other person just won't shut up about I that issue. Say, some of the most brutal stories have been like, and then my brother died of COVID because he refused to believe the vaccines were real. Yeah, I mean. And it's just like, well, you're never going to fix that. Right? Like, it's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Oh, or, or my brother didn't, but we can't sit at Thanksgiving dinner at all, yeah. period. Like it's done, right? And so I think, I think the tweak I would make is this. If someone uh, is holding up a sign about, you know, transgender rights, mm-hmm. right? I guess what I'm reacting to is that person that walks by that just spins up into a fury because they feel like something has been invaded on their side, even though that person is holding up a sign to just raise an issue. And you can walk by and say, okay, um, I don't know much about it. I think I don't disagree with it. I'm not speaking for myself, but okay, and then they keep walking. Instead, what you have this incredibly emotional, intense reaction, right? And, and I think that, I think, is a condition of the last 10 years of both the pandemic, of the internet, of, of, of our president, our former president. I, I think those are all things. Again, I- Those I th- nerve yes. endings got way more sensitive. Let me, let me flip it. I'm extremely pro-trans rights, have been for a long time, have given money and so on and so forth. I'm also extremely pro-choice. Okay, these are not really secrets about me. I remember once I was walking by um, literally the Planned Parenthood, like one of the original ones in New York City, the one that Margaret said. OG? Yeah, the OG. And there were nuns outside protesting. Okay. And I remember I was with my friend, um, and and he went, I want to punch a nun. I want to punch a nun? I want to punch a nun. Out of fairness, people say that even without a protest in front of Planned Parenthood. (laughs) You You know the critical thing? Hmm. I laughed and he laughed yeah. and then we walked out. You're going to have the thought. Yeah. You, but what's lost, what got lost is the social context where people go, yeah, I completely disagree, but I'm not going to blow up my entire life for this thing that I see in front of me. I'm going to just let it go for right now. You can disagree. And no, no. And then I'm going to vote. You then I'm going to make decisions. I'm going to give yeah. money. Yeah. Like I'm just like, yeah. you're going to yeah. live, if you're going to live in the real world and it's going to be sticky and, and it's going to be unpleasant in some ways and you're going to have to make complicated moral decisions. Yeah. We hit a point with the pandemic where everything became absolutely black and white. And I do think that that is, and internet thinking is very black and white. L- let me end this with a question to you. Mm. Obviously, the advice is, why don't we pause and realize that most issues are pretty nuanced and really understand no, the no, no, Why a, does that not work? Let me let me actually let me turn it into real advice, which is that you may feel under pressure to have strong opinions on absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. And that is the that's how they get you. That's yeah. how you don't get anything done. That's and how then, you drink the poison. Well, and then you end up 
spending all the time trying to get the right opinions in place yeah. and the right strategies in place. Yeah. In our world, it comes down to like we're building a new product, and I, you know, I, if I went online to my particular cohort, it would be like you can never launch this because people could abuse it. Right. Okay. Right, right. Right. And that is a there's a morally sensible argument in there, but it also is utterly immobilizing. I can't do anything with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't take the bait is you, what you're saying. Because he, and here's the thing is like. You're going to be right. Let's say you're incredibly right about something like human perversity will mean that you'll be wrong the next day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. You can't yeah. win. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the advice is don't take the bait because yeah. believe what you want to believe. Yeah. Give some money away. Yeah. Stand up. And, and if you have something to say, you got to stand up and say it, of course. But if What's, you, one last piece, because I have yeah. a feeling most of our audience doesn't take the yeah man probably yeah, true possibly well, now, now we've affirmed them. them we affirm them good yeah, for us yeah, yeah. but More what, what advice should you give to the, what would you what advice would you give to the person who is sensible and kind of even keel but is standing next to someone who's losing their minds about an issue i mean that's when you got to go out for a beer bud light no apparently not <laughs> no i mean Look, again, we're in this funny zone where if like you guys both really like to play Call of Duty and one of you is like a Republican, one is a Democrat, ethically, you're not supposed to be able to play Call of Duty together. That's where we've ended up as a society. Right. Which is crazy because then you're not doing anything together. Well, nothing's going to change at that point. Yeah. So, you know, find a hobby and hang out with your friends. Let's end it on that note. All right. Beautiful. And we solved it. Ziadian Ford Meta Advisor. A very tricky, thorny topic, but I think we, we came through yeah, on, but okay, on the Here's the thing, right? Side. They're all tricky and thorny. Yes. So Hit us up. Ziad, uh, hello at ziadiford.com with questions, thoughts, opinions, anything. We'd love to hear you react to this podcast, which was a bit of a minefield, but I think we came out. No, we're doing all right. Look, listen, also, if you want to uh, go to aboard.com and put your email in, we really could use some beta testers real soon. And we have something exciting and interesting. Yes. Aboard.com. That's right. All right, Rich, let's get back to it. We got a lot of work to do. Have a good day. Bye.